0: The legislation on cannabis, the cannabis plant, that cannabis stops the growth of cancer. To Marijuana it. is still a Schedule One drug. Many try. attempts have been made to move cannabis out of Schedule One, and they always fail. A plant that's very easy to grow suddenly becomes something that's worth thousands and thousands of dollars. We have to talk dollars. about this. We have to beat the drum because I don't think other people really are. I hope that someone can actually keep educating people about this. Alright, alright, what's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in. It's your boy, Jose back for another episode of can we talk turning the tides this week you know about to talk about uh, a few things going on in the industry uh some some uh some big companies uh and big cities uh taking advantage of the industry uh we got some good tips for uh uh, the lawyers out there the law students uh some careers uh career options and advice uh for those looking into the industry or to get into the industry. and we got some dope strains of the week. Uh, don't forget we're tune. Uh, we're streaming on multiple platforms, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, um, Google Podcasts, uh, iHeartRadio, Pandora. We have we're on a bunch of platforms, guys. Uh, the videos are coming soon on our YouTube. Uh, make sure you tune into that. Uh, and check out the merch. We got some new merch over on uh, CanaCarePackage.net. Uh, it's it's some pretty cool stuff on there. Uh, and you know all that goes just to, to supporting the podcast supporting the movement and uh trying to get the word out there and to educate people on 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 cannabis and uh, all the benefits that it brings, oh, that that cannabis brings <sighs> all right first off uh, first thing we're gonna talk about is uh Amazon <laughs> Amazon seems to be back in cannabis uh is they have announced that they're actively lobbying. Congress in favor of legalizing cannabis on a federal level to promote equitable hiring practices. Uh, Amazon recently uh, stopped drug testing uh, their employees uh, f- for specific roles um, for cannabis uh, back in June. Um, apparently, they were getting some heat saying that some of the cannabis policies were disproportionately affecting um, minorities and people of color. Um, and, you know, due to the state's all these different states constantly changing laws regarding cannabis. Um, Amazon felt it was time for them to jump on board and start showing their support. Uh, They've actively been um, lobbying for cannabis recently. They spent about $5 million recently lobbying uh, for cannabis uh, back in July. Well, this was reported in July. Um, So, yeah, Amazon's definitely taking steps forward. I don't know how I really feel about that. um having a big company like Amazon be involved in the cannabis industry um i could just imagine them trying to try to deliver cannabis like across the country which would be pretty fucking crazy um a little risky i don't know if if they got what it takes if their their delivery system now is uh, the more the most uh Efficient method of delivering cannabis across the country. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, New York, obviously we know New York recently just legalized cannabis. Uh, they have some big plans for cannabis. Um, they're saying the industry could bring in tens of thousands of legit jobs. It is estimated that the industry would eventually create thirty to 60,000 jobs. Um, but a new report that came out from new, uh, the New School back in February estimated that the adult use legalization in New York will generate 50,806 jobs by the fiscal year 2027 with $2.6 billion in retail sales. Uh, you know, these jobs consist of cultivators, uh, bud tenders, bud trimmers, uh, uh, you know, chemists, botanists, engineers, master extractors, all these different positions are are the types of jobs that would be coming into New York, uh, thanks to finally um, them being able to legalize cannabis. Um, now, um, with those estimates on the, uh, the specific job creation, that doesn't even in, um, put count, put into account that uh, the different types of jobs, you know, the non-plant-touching jobs that would come into play, um, you know, from web designers to copywriters, carpenters, uh, legal, legal aid, um, electricians, security guards, um, a bunch of different things, uh, you know, sprinkler installers, uh, but so many different aspects, so many different jobs that don't even involve cannabis that don't even involve touching of the plant, um, you know, are also going to come to the city, are also going to be opportunities for people to jump on board. Um, and, it, you know, Obviously, we know New York was really hit hard by the pandemic um, since 2000, since twenty twenty, and uh, you know that this would be a good bounce back for them uh, in creating you know new jobs uh, and it's pot jobs and you know those jobs are all high, well paying jobs for the most part, um, and I don't see why New York wouldn't you know pay those positions rather high like they do like they do in other states. Uh, so you know it's it's good that they're moving forward with the plan uh they see you know the potential uh uh, and the good things that the industry can bring um and hopefully they can take advantage like i said and bounce back from you know all the crazy shit that's been happening over there due to the pandemic um so some medical info uh for you guys uh medical cannabis has been associated with the reduction of tobacco consumption uh the World Health Organization estimates that over 8 million people die annually worldwide due to tobacco. Roughly 7 million of those annual deaths are due to direct uh, smoking, you know, uh, consumption. And the remaining 1 million die from secondhand smoke. Uh, 1 million people die from secondhand smoke just being around it, uh, which kind of scares me. I've been around a lot of people that smoke cigarettes lately. Uh, and, I, yeah, it's not fun. <laughs> Uh, nearly half of all tobacco consumers will die as a direct result of their tobacco use nicotine one of the main ingredients in tobacco products is highly addictive unlike tobacco the cannabis plant has never killed a consumer ever throughout throughout humankind Um, you know the history of cannabis is well known there hasn't been no direct link to cannabis uh, killing somebody from just directly consuming it Um, overdoses are unheard of when it comes to cannabis um, you know, people. some people do have bad trips, at, you know, when it comes to, like, eating and things like that. But for the most part, uh, we all know cannabis is safe a safe alternative for, for that and for smoking. Um, uh, the study found that medical cannabis may reduce tobacco consumption. Recently, a team of international researchers examined data involving reported rates of tobacco nicotine use before and after uh before and after consumption of medical can- uh, before and after, uh, the introduction to the cannabis treatment, excuse me, um, the study involved 650 medical cannabis patients in Canada, and what the researchers found was very insightful. Nearly half the study subjects, 49%, reported a reduction in their uh, tobacco nicotine use following the medical cannabis treatment. Roughly one fourth of the study participants reported having given up nicotine and tobacco use altogether. For at least a 30-day period following the medical cannabis use, studies study participants that were 55 years old were the most likely to report reduction in their tobacco nicotine use. Now, that's a big thing for me. Um, you know, my mom smokes a lot of cigarettes, um, and so do some of my older family members. You know, and I would love so much for my mom to be able to get uh, on some te- some type of plan or deal where she can smoke and uh, cannabis and uh or maybe eat it or you know put it in her diet somehow like i don't i just don't i don't see why uh you know it's so hard for her you know to to be able to do that cuz she you know she risk is risk a lot of things of her life you know that she needs in her life like her medicine and stuff like that if she was to use cannabis um which kind of sucks i think it's not fair you know what i mean i think we should uh doctors should be trying every route to make someone better, you know what I mean, not just uh you know, not just give them bullshit. <laughs> but hey, that's the world we live in. But yeah, the fact that older people are seeing a better, you know, are actually reporting a redu uh are the most likely to report a reduction in tobacco use is something very insightful, you know what I mean? I don't think uh, old people should be smoking cigarettes, period. <laughs> or anyone. All right. The NFL and the NFLPA are to award one million in grants to study cannabinoids for pain management. The league and the union launched a committee last year that said cannabis would be included as a part of its research into alternative therapies for pain. Up to five up to five grants were expected to be rewarded uh, this past Thanksgiving, um, as as the league seeks to know more about the fit efficiency of cannabis and CBD and the potential alternatives to opioids. Uh, yeah, most of the time I believe they're just uh, giving these guys a lot of pain meds and stuff like that, drugs. Um, I think um, a lot of what really turned everybody's opinion around about it was uh, when Rob Rob Gronkowski retired uh, and he started using CBD and giving credit to CBD uh, for his pain management. Um, he actually has partnered with uh, Abicus. Abic- 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 yes? Health products, Abacus, it's a tough word, A-B-A-C-U-S, health products, Uh, you know, and, you know, partnering with them, using their products, Um, he was able to return, uh, you know, to play with the Buccaneers, and, you know, they even went on to win a Super Bowl, Um, and he was a big part of that team, and a big part of what they're doing now, and it's still healthy, and still doing really well, Um, and he gives a lot of credit to that CBD products that he used, um, most recent collective bargaining agreement uh, between the NFL and the NFLPA reduced penalties for test uh, drug test positives for cannabis by removing the specter of suspension and raising the threshold for failing a test from 35 nanograms of THC per milliliter of blood to 150 nanograms. Uh, there also uh, that there was also a two-week window for cannabis testing was shortened from four months, uh, which means that fewer players will be tested for cannabis. So that's pretty. That's pretty sweet. Uh, they're not going to be testing as much for cannabis, which is dope. Uh, I think they need to focus more on uh other things like you know uh, performance enhancing drugs. Anyways, uh, maybe even opioid abuse. You know what I mean? Like I like they like I mentioned, a lot of players probably are given prescription drugs, opioids, um, and some of them can become dependent on those opioids. Uh, and we all know that they're not good for you. Um, so I think. Looking into cannabis and testing it out is, a, is definitely the way to go. Um, players suspended under the old policy may seek reinstatement. Actually, now too, um, with this change, um, you know, I think I think it's something like fourteen of the league's teams uh, play most of, play their home games in a state where cannabis is legal. Um, and if not, you know, those other teams are still tra- often travel to those states, regardless, also. Um, so I think it's time to, I think it's a good time to really start looking into it. Like I mentioned before, the UFC is looking into it, the NFL is finally looking into it, uh, baseball, cha- MLB changed their policies on it. Uh, so it's great to start seeing some change regarding uh, cannabis for athletes. Uh, hell yeah. Uh, into some news about uh, good old Texas. Uh, 9 in 10 Texas voters support legalizing cannabis uh, in some form, Uh, a recent poll has just found. uh, Just 13% are still backing prohibition, according to the new poll. Uh, Collective 60% say say they support legalizing cannabis for any purpose, with uh, those voters split about evenly to whether there should be possession limits. Um, 27% said marijuana uh, cannabis should only be legally possessed for medical use, uh, which uh, that's still pretty a uh, pretty good number. Um, as we can see, the minority is the ones that still believe it should be uh, illegal. Uh, these figures are generally consistent with the results of the February 2021 survey that the organization conducted, but 10 years ago, it was a different story with twice as many people saying cannabis should be criminalized and just 42% saying possessions should be legalized for any purpose. Uh, now recently, uh, Governor Abbott has signed a bill um, that ex- expands the state medical um, research program. Uh, so that's very interesting. They added cancer and PTSD this, uh, you know, to the list of conditions that qualify patients to legally access cannabis here in Texas. Um, the only bummer is that some of these, you know, a lot of the limits on the THC are kind of iffy. Um, there's still only a, a very low limit of THC. It's 1% that is allowed in any, um, any products. So pretty much you're still, you know, it's usually CBD products, maybe some Delta-8 or something like that. Um, but a lot of the time you're not, um, the THC is not there. Um, and for me personally I, well not personally but you know i feel like thc is very important for those suffering from ptsd um they need more of that psychoactive high than they do if actual physical body high i believe they need that too but at the end of the day it's the psychoactive aspect that benefits them the most um i think a point you know it's better than a point five limit that they had um but i guess one percent is <laughs> where where texas is gonna stand for now but i'm sure you know as legislation keeps coming in um things will change um also texas is actually looking into the state uh starting to study therapeutic potentials of psychedelics uh and trying to work on uh drafting some type of legislation from that um i know a little bit about psychedelics uh just from personal experience i think it's a uh, really beneficial thing as far as uh like uh mushrooms are concerned or or um psilocybin you know the i i've had good experiences with those i don't think they do too much harm you know what i mean i don't think it's for everybody but i do think you know there's some benefits there you know i'm not too familiar with it as i am with cannabis you know what i mean i'm all cannabis i'm all in on cannabis Uh, you know everything else i kind of don't really care too much about um i would much rather them worry about the cannabis industry and trying to grow it here uh, than other drugs at the moment or other, uh, you know, psychedelics. That would be my opinion. Ooh, geez. Um, but yeah, so Texas, man, we got this support out there. I think more of us need to come together, figure out a plan, uh, come up with some good legislation, something that, you know, the governor will agree with. And a lot of people of the state will agree with, um, you know, and I think we I think it's gonna get done. I think this is our I think this is the year that it happens. Twenty twenty two, it's gonna be the year. All right, that's all I got for some topics, guys. I'm gonna get real quick into some uh, some cannabis, some cannabis tips, uh, some law and legal tips. All right, nothing too serious. It's gonna be quick and painless. I promise. And then I'm going to give you guys an idea of what kind of uh, what positions in the uh, cannabis law are out there. All right. So as we know, a little bit about uh, what's going on with cannabis. Cannabis obviously remains illegal under federal law. We all know that uh, the medical use of cannabis is legal with a doctor's recommendation in 36 states. Four out of five permanently inhabited U.S. territories and the District of Columbia. Twelve other states have laws that limit THC content for the purpose of allowing access to products that are rich in cannabidiol, CBD. Um, and that's obviously the non-psychoactive uh, component of cannabis. Uh, the recreational use of cannabis is legalized in 18 states, the District of Columbia, and <coughs> excuse me, Northern Marina, the Nor- Northern Marina Islands, and Guam. Uh, another 13 states and the U.S. Virgin Islands have decriminalized it it's used as well. Each state has its own set of laws to abide by. Um, we mentioned before, you know, like Massachusetts uh, has, like, very strict laws regarding the, the advertising and the marketing of cannabis. We mentioned that. Um, we mentioned, you know, how it's very different from California's. Um, we mentioned, uh, you know, how you're able to display your your store storefronts you know there's very strict laws for that in Massachusetts as well um you can't really see into the establishment you're not supposed to anyways um and other things like that you know um how you get rid of your waste your cannabis waste um so many different uh laws and things like that so obviously you know uh make sure you, you know some some advice you might get from an attorney or or somebody in in legal, cannabis legal system or cannabis law uh you know stay up to date with those uh different cannabis laws federally and you know as well as your state level your state level ones will probably constantly change more um obviously you know federal they have a very let the state handle it on their own type of deal like hands off uh type deal um and you know that's something you know that's something that's Beneficial to each day, I believe. Um, also, another thing to uh, keep in mind: um, make sure your work, the workplace of your company is stay compliant. If you are in the industry, you are you know running your own cannabis company, uh, definitely stay compliant. Um, you know, and make sure your drug policies are appropriate for your company, potential applicants, and things like that. Um make sure they understand it the drug policy um uh, what it, whatever it may be obviously as a cannabis company you you have the potential to hire uh cannabis consumers you know what I mean make sure you have uh your workplace is compliant though and your policies are up to date and you know they're appropriate um apply your can- you know apply your cannabis policies um you know uh, in a uniform fashion, I guess you could say, um, you know, make sure they're not constantly changing, but make sure they're staying up to date. Um, consistency is always a big thing, you know, with policies. Uh, and making sure everybody follows the policies, no matter what level of employee they may be. Um, you know, that's a very important thing. You know, everybody needs to be, if there's a policy for a company, doesn't matter if you're a manager, an executive level uh, type person, you should all be following the same policies. Um, and then also, you know, always stay in contact with your legal aid, your legal advisor, um, you know what I mean, when you're ever questioning a decision or some paperwork or anything like that, or, you know, what's the next step uh, legally uh, Legally um, involving your company in cannabis, uh, you know, always reach out to somebody for some legal advice that, you know, uh, you know, there's reputable companies out there Um I you know, it's all about doing your own research and finding the ones that fit you and your needs the best. Um, But yeah, they're all you know, most of them are pretty helpful and friendly. Halban Law is a really good one. Um, There's a couple other ones I can't really think of the names right now, but that one really stuck out to me for a while. Um, But always friendly people, always ready to help uh, people that are coming into the industry. Uh, And yes, speaking of that, you know, as a as people who are like deciding to take steps in law or you know legal aid or trying to become a lawyer or a paralegal um those those jobs are very very um lucrative when it comes to cannabis uh cannabis lawyers can make anywhere from 60 to 200 200k um plus you know um it's important that businesses have these lawyers uh, because the you know the industry is very 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 tricky uh, has very tricky legal areas. um the u s. federal prohibition of marijuana constantly is changing. you know, state laws are always changing, uh, complex regulations. So it's important that you know these companies operate on solid legal advice, so they're constantly looking for uh, a good cannabis lawyer, somebody that knows what they're talking about, uh, somebody who's reputable. Um, and be you know like I said, if you're a law student and, you're, and you're, you know and you, you're thinking hey I don't want to just be that you know court appointed lawyer type deal you know maybe cannabis law is a thing maybe start your own firm that works with cannabis companies um, specifically and things like that. Um, you know you get you get a chance to help adv- advocacy groups you know who help draft legislation to change some of these cannabis laws you know to change some of these prison laws that involve cannabis crimes. Uh, you get to be a part of that, and you get to get paid for it pretty well most of the time. Um, also, there's the paralegal aspect. If you're if you're starting law to be a paralegal, you get you you can make anywhere from thirty two to eighty three k, plus you know what I mean in the cannabis industry. Um, the, you know the complex paperwork, uh, the filing, all these different things, uh, that paralegals handle along with helping a lawyer, uh, you know, take care of things, um. Paralegals really help ease some of that burden on you and your company uh and or, or you know and that's why that position is so valuable um coming out of college, you know what I mean looking into paralegal jobs looking to look into cannabis, you know what i mean that's they're much needed and as the industry gets bigger, those positions need you need more and more people filling those positions as as states choose to go legal, you know what I mean mm-hmm. or as as people push for states to go legal. They need help drafting legislation. They need help uh, navigating legal boundaries. Um, so these positions are very valuable to to the industry, and they're always they're always going to be there. They're always going to be needed. Uh, so that's a very very good career to look into. Um, all right, and that's all I got for those tips. You know what I mean? Some some career tips for for cannabis lawyers. Uh, some info about the cannabis legal system. Some tips on that. Uh, and that's what I got for that. All right, give me one second, guys. Oh, my bad, guys. Fucking cameras suck. I gotta get some new cameras. These ones are trash. But anyways, uh, that's what I got for those tips. Moving on, we are getting into our strains of the week, guys. Wrapping this one up quick. We're smooth, round, and smooth. I feel like we're getting better at this every week. Um, again, these strains of the week are brought to you by Leafly. Um, all this information I go through from the the strain type, the THC, the CBG, whatever it may be, the terp profiles, I all get these uh, this data from Leafly. Leafly.com has the largest database of strains, over 5,000 strains. Um, I also get the little backstory from, from the website. Uh, it's great, and also... Their website helps you to find um, these strains at different dispensaries. So if you go to certain strains, they'll usually tell you where you can get these strains if they're available anywhere. Uh, most of the time, you know, they're in California or someplace like that. Colorado's places that have been legal for a while. Um, but yeah, check them out. Leafly.com, man. You can get all this info. Uh, diving right in. Strains of the week. Oh, speaking of strains, I'm going to get light this up, guys. You know, going to smoke a little bit. Uh, we go over these strains i have a, uh, I think this is a blue dream strain pretty delicious yes uh got my fucking smoke got my coffee my aguas all right first strain we got american pie american pie is a hybrid all right it's got a 21 percent thc and a one percent cbg the terps are beer seed did and limited so it's got that pioneer flavor profile it's got a little bit of that limited you know all those profiles got some benefit um, like i said on leafly they go real in depth on the terp profiles so you can really learn a lot about all these different profiles that i'm bringing up um Bred by Pyramid Seeds from Barcelona, American Pie is a hybrid cross between Power Plant and White Widow. The producers of the sweet and fruity aroma with hints of pine, its buds grow densely with a light lime green color under a thick coat of trichomes and dark orange hairs. American Pie is potent strain and that commands motivation and engagement, making it a perfect pair for a wide variety of activities. I actually got uh, American Pie a couple times while I've been out here. Uh, very good straight. Very, does give me a little that, um, uh, gives me that energy, motivation feeling. Oh, shit. Um, I definitely, um, do agree that it is pretty dense. it's are really heavy. Uh, and yeah, the smell the spell is definitely uh, very piney, um, but you do get that that um, you get a good flavor though from it. Um, like a, you get that fruity flavor when you when you smoke it when you when you hit it and you inhale it in. That's when you really get that um, that fruity aroma, that fruity flavor. Um, and yeah, that's American Pie, guys. Definitely recommend checking that out, trying it out. Oh, we're sticking with apples on the next one. Uh, apple fritters. Uh, I actually got to try apple fritters not too long ago. Also very fucking delicious. Uh, it's a hybrid, 25% THC. It's got that 1% CBG. A lot of straights nowadays actually are growing, uh, are actually showing more of a CBG in them. Not much, 1%, but still. You can see them, so that's pretty cool. It's got the lemon and, uh, the carophylline, the miracine, the apple fritters <coughs> those are the terp profiles uh apple fritter is a true hybrid strain it is known for it's powerful and relaxing high put out by lumpy Fl- lumpy's flowers apple fritters is a strain with secret origins those who enjoy apple fritters say the strain always allows you to enjoy an evening without losing your cool apple fritter has a flavor and aroma that come off of sweet and earth, as sweet and earthy. With a light, cheesy apple pastry influence. Hmm, definitely. Uh, I mean, I didn't really think about it as cheesy apple pastry. I definitely got a little of a fruity aroma. To keep it simple. Uh, definitely got a fruity aroma that came from it. Um, definitely got that sweet, earthy smell. Um, the buds were pretty big, too. We had like a, a nice... Bud in a like that was probably about an eighth. Um, really, really good. Uh, good smoking bud, uh, very high THC count. Uh, definitely uh, more on the um, uh, indica side, my opinion. Uh, I like to smoke it before we went to bed, so that was always uh, good for me. All right, next strain we got sweet tot. All right. Sweet Thought is a hybrid with a 17% THC. Uh Marisine, Terra, and Terophylline. Terrapenoline is an is a red one. I haven't seen that one. I'm actually gonna pause real quick and take a look at what that one is because that's a good one to check out. Uh, Check this one out guys i want to talk about this uh, mm-hmm. trepanoiline is able to increase total antioxidant capacity levels in white blood cells without changing the total oxidative stress level trepanoiline is further effective in fighting glial glial cell cancer and leukemia so bam that's a little bit about that terp pretty sick i just learned about that one honestly recently i forgot honestly i was going to talk about it today but that's pretty cool so it helps prevent can- some cancers that's pretty dope so sweet tart <coughs> sweet tart is a hybrid marijuana strain made by crossing afghan purple tie and atf the strain produces quick hitting effects that instantly relax the consumer into a state of euphoria sweet tart melts away stress while allowing your mind to fly high in some doses you can maintain a steady feeling of euphoria in large in uh in large doses this strain will envelop you into a happy and sedated state sweet tart features an earthy flavor profile with mid hints of berry spice, medical cannabis patients choose Sweet Tart to help reveal symptoms associated with nausea, chronic pain, appetite loss, and more. According to growers, this this strain comes in tall, curly, green folette with lime green accent, accent, accent. sorry, <laughs> reading's hard. Sweet Tart was originally bred by twisted seeds, so... Sweets are a very delicious strain. Uh, gonna get you really, uh, really feeling euphoric. Uh, it's gonna get you really up there. Like I said, it's a hybrid. Uh, it's probably more on the sativa side. Um, it does help, like I said, with all those different issues. Appetite loss. Uh, nausea. You know, I'm digging that. That new terp profile that we just learned. Ter- 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 terpenolene. I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. Uh I'll spell it for you guys though. T-E-R-P-I-N-O-L-E-N-E. Yep. That's a good that's a good cherp profile right there. Alright, next train we're going into. We're going into the wedding cookies. Yummy. Um it's a hybrid, 21% THC, 1% cbg uh, Lemonin, Carol Finley, and Mirosine are its terp profile. Wedding cake, also known as Triangle Mints number 23, is a potent indica hybrid cannabis strain made by crossing triangle cushion animal mints. Wedding cake provides a relaxing and euphoric effect that calms the body and mind. The strain features a rich and flavor profile with undertones of earthy pepper. Medical cannabis patients choose wedding, cook, uh, wedding cake help relieve symptoms associated with pain, insomnia, and appetite loss. Consumers with a low THC tolerance should enjoy this strain with an extra slice of care due to the high THC content. Wedding cake has soared in popularity over the years and was named Leafly Strain of the Year in 2019. In ca- uh, a little fun fact, in Canada, the strain is known as pink cookies. Interesting, I don't know why they would call it something different, um, but hey. They probably have a bunch of different cookie strains. It's like so many. We like just got name after fucking color. They're all wedding cookies, but this one's pink wedding cookies, you know. or This one's blue wedding cookies. Um, but yeah, uh, Leafly Straight of the Year 2019. That's pretty dope. Uh must have been really good. I've actually had wedding cookies. I think it's delicious. Um, you know, I love the, the that's more on the indica side to help me with my insomnia, you know, not being able to sleep. Boy always has a hard time sleeping, so um, I always love a good indica, and uh, Wedding Cookies seems to take the cake. All right, yes, love it. And last but not least, um, Lemon Haze. Lemon Haze is a um, a sativa, 19% THC, 1% CBG. Uh, its terps are myrcene, pinene, and terpinolene. Got that sh- that turp that again on there. Wanted to talk about that. That was good that we learned about that. Lemon haze is a sativa cannabis strain that smells and tastes like fresh peeled lemon slices. Lemon haze is made by crossing lemon skunk and silver haze. Its bud appear to be green and yellow with amber hairs on the trichomes, giving it a yellow tint. Um, I love lemon haze. It definitely does have that, um, you know, fresh lemon slice pe- uh, taste and aroma. Um... Definitely one of my favorite strains to smoke. I love, I I love uh, Silver Haze. I uh, don't think I've ever had Lemon Skunk on its own. So, uh, but Silver Haze was always one of my favorite uh, strains to smoke too. So I'm glad that's part of its um, lineage. Um, yeah, and that's um, that's Lemon Haze. I, I like that. That like it's got the one percent CBG. It's got that terpenolene. We just learned that, that that helps, you know, battle some types of cancer and leukemia um so yeah pretty dope i love that that's a great strain for the strains of the week and that's the the good uh the one to top it off uh that's it for the strains of the week guys if you have any strains you want me to talk about on the show feel free to hit me up on the gram on the facebook uh you can reach out on uh, on uh anyonecan.com you can uh message us on that um Feel free to let me know if you got any strings you want me to talk about, any strings you have some experiences with. I'm definitely down to talk about them on the show for you. Uh, I can give you a shout-out and all that good stuff. Um, That's all we got for the show this week. Uh, I think we went through it pretty good, pretty smooth, you know, getting better every week. I appreciate it for those uh, that keep tuning in, uh, keep listening. Uh, The ride's going to be bumpy, but, you know, I know we're going to get there, and I'm going to keep pushing, and I'm going to keep working. Um... Make sure you check out the merch canacarepackage.net. We got the merch out there. Uh, you get 15% off uh, when you use the promo code first50. I mean first100. Sorry. Um, Pretty. We just put some new stuff on there. Some new sweaters, uh, new hat, um, and we're gonna you know keep coming up with new ideas to put out there for you guys. Uh, so yeah, definitely check it out. Sign up for the newsletter. If you haven't signed up for the newsletter, you can do that at anyonecan.com. Uh, right on the bottom of the of the webpage. You can go to can You can sign up for the newsletter there. Um, or you can just email you can just email us at uh, anyonecan at gmail.com. Uh anyone cannabis, sorry guys. Anyone cannabis. That's N-E, the number one, and then cannabis at gmail.com. Uh, emails there guys we'll get you signed up on the newsletter um uh you know we're just keeping you informed on the industry uh keeping you informed on some uh new and new products coming out uh and just keeping you informed on anyone can and can we talk uh and all the things we're doing in with the industry uh so definitely take a look at that guys you know like i said sign up if you want to sign up uh take a look at the merch uh, we're on multiple platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Pandora, streaming, uh, the YouTube video is gonna be coming soon, you know, I, I gotta piece all that together myself, it's taking some time, um, you know, no, no, not really getting much help from anyone, but it, it's all good, this is, the, this is the hustle, baby, um, so I'm gonna keep doing that, keep doing my thing, uh, keep tuning in, guys, uh, and let's get, let's keep talking.